This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. More than one in ten people in the province live in condos, and many of them are Zoomers. More than half of the new homes under construction are condos, but there have been numerous complaints about governance. In a couple of cases, three men and their associates were accused of hijacking about a dozen high-rise condominiums in the GTA and gaining access to their multi-million dollar budgets and reserve funds. And in most of those cases, these people did not even own any units. And it can be tough for owners to get access to condo records or even participate in owners' meeting. Apparently, that is all set to change. We've just learned that the province has unveiled new rules to take effect this fall. We'd like to hear from you if you have had trouble with your condo board or even getting notice of meetings, stuff like that. The numbers, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Right now, let's go to lawyer Denise Lash of Lash Condo Law in Toronto. Hi, Denise. Hello there. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Okay, so... uh, Just explain these new laws and how they are going to help get rid of problems that we've been hearing about. Uh, Well, there's going to be a lot of changes. I think uh, for those that practice in this area, whether it's lawyers or condominium managers, uh, we're going to see a lot of changes to the process, to um, information that owners are entitled to. And it's a good thing. Um, I think it will be very difficult uh, the management level, because most of it will rest on the condominium manager to produce this information and to to provide what's required under the changes to the legislation. So there's there's two aspects. Uh, one is the manager licensing, which mm-hmm. is a new piece of legislation, and there's a separate authority that will govern uh, condominium managers. Never been in Ontario before. And then there's the condo authority, which will deal with owners' disputes. And so right now, condominium corporations often face a lot of uh, disputes involving owners who want access to records or all kinds of things, noise issues. And this condo authority will hopefully help condominium corporations and managers by moving some of this over to a different a regulatory body. Okay, um, so uh, just uh, help me out here. Do condo owners not have access to records of the condominium where they own a unit? Yeah, so the the Condominium Act as it stands now has a general provision which states that owners are entitled to certain records. And what happens is sometimes owners uh, will request a certain record, and it's reasonable. Uh, But in other instances, you get owners that request records on a daily basis. 
Uh, and you can imagine in a building where there's 350 units, depending on how many owners are requesting access to a record, that that can involve a lot of management time. So, you know, it, it's, it's a difficult process. And the other thing is, what records are they entitled to? So there is a privacy component here. And the Condominium Act does state that certain records are not accessible by owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about, uh, for instance, uh, this business, you know, those cases we heard about that, uh, you know, some a group of people getting on boards, they didn't even own units. Now they will have to disclose whether they own a unit in the condominium. Right. Um, a very interesting one that I'm personally involved in, um, and, and that was very unusual. So right now, condominium corporations, they have bylaws, and many condominium corporations have bylaws that state that you really don't have to be an owner uh, or a resident in a building to be on the board. Wow. Uh, that's the way it is now. There are bylaws that restrict it, and condominium corporations can pass bylaws. It's difficult to pass these bylaws, though, because you need a, a high vote to get those bylaws passed over a majority of all the units in the building. So it's, it's hard to change those. So you do have situations in which someone may not be an owner or a resident, but what we've never seen before is this group, and there was a group that was going around getting on boards without having any interest in these buildings. And and there were some uh, cases of conflict of interest. I mean, one case where where a condo board voted uh, to get a, a, a hydro contract or a, a, a gas contract, I forget which, that was way above market rates and turned out that somebody on the board owned that company. Yes, so that and that's being uncovered right now. So under the Condominium Act, there is currently a conflict of interest uh, provision which deals with disclosing uh, the nature of your interest, uh, and that may not have been followed the way it's supposed to be. With the new legislation, it's a lot better. So we'll see it in the legislation, and we're we're waiting also for all the regulations. So all the regulations are not out. But it's a real improvement from what we have now. So owners will be will know uh, at the time that their board's elected, and if there are any changes on the board during uh, during the year before the annual general meeting, they'll know if there's a change in directors and whether they're an owner or whether they occupy a unit. So those are good things. So there's going to be that addition now in the legislation. And there will also be a requirement for the disclosure of this if there's a conflict of interest. And if that director does not comply with that disclosure requirement, they are disqualified. They will get off the board that way, which is a really good thing. Now, have there been problems with people not getting enough notice of things and then they can't do anything about them? Well, there's uh, the notice. What is changing now is that owners never know when the annual general meeting uh, will be called in order to put their name forward ahead of time. Uh, and so, <laughs> nice. That's, that's a nice yeah, try, boy. Because if you put your name ahead of time, you go into the package, and then if you go into the package, owners can fill out proxies and vote for you on the board. So there was no requirement for sending out a pre-notice, although many corporations did so. Now with this new legislation, it's going to be mandated. So management, 
the, the board of directors will have to go to all the owners, send out this pre-notice and say, if you want to be a candidate, put your name forward. Uh, I'm curious. I mean, uh, you're saying a lot of other people saying that, that this is a big improvement, but is this uh, going to add to owners' costs? Are their fees going to go up? I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be some yeah. administration here. Yeah, and so we don't know exactly. Um, supposedly, it will be uh, $1 per unit per month to fund the condo authority. And so uh, that will be the authority that will deal with disputes um, like the records, like noise disputes, uh, and it, it will be introduced in a phased approach. Uh, the $1 a unit, so, you know, just um, imagine how much that will add up to in a 300-unit in a building. So a, a unit will pay an extra $12 a year to fund the condo authority, and then if they want to use it, there's a user fee. The user fees uh, are probably going to be um, affordable. So that's, that's something that will be accessible to owners. I just don't know uh, how this will work. We're, we're just anticipating that the condo authority will be overwhelmed with the number of owners and the number of disputes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and there's also, there's the tribunal that will handle the the mediations and all of those kinds of things if it goes further. Um, and so we'll have to wait and see. Then on the other side um, are the condominium manager licensing fees. We, again, don't know what they'll be. We've been providing feedback to the ministry as to what we think it should be. But that that will also, I think, add costs because Management companies charge a certain fee, but now they have all these additional costs of licensing. Will that be passed on to the condominium corporation? It probably should be. So condominium corporations' budgets are now going to have to be increased to include both the condominium authority component and as well as the manager licensing. Okay. Um, That is all the time we have for this. Anything you want to leave us with, Denise? Well, I think it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens over the course of this year as it's introduced in a phased uh, phased approach. But uh, very exciting times for all of us. But a good change. Consumer protection is there. Okay. Thank you so much, Denise Lash. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.